All right, we are back for another week of Cast Ranger. Why, yeah, why, are we, why are we doing this tonight? This is a very, very special, important day. Well, I pulled myself away from leveling Blue Mage in Final Fantasy XIV, so you can pull yourself away from Shin Barmenheimer Bros Day. I don't want to stay away from Shin Barmenheimer Bros Day. <laughs> The Barbie movie's out. Shin Kamen Rider's available on Amazon Video. Pikmin 4's out. Oppenheimer's out. The, the, the finale of Venture Brothers, apparently. <laughs> I watched Shin Kamen Rider last night, and the rest can wait. And Pikmin I'm not interested in. Cue the roll call! Right! Loading. Perfect! Showrunning Super Savant. Level up! Bluecaster Super Ichi. Loud and online. Greycaster Robolane. A spark of courage, the power of dreams. Orangecaster Globalsoft Perka. Casting, criticism, comedy, chaos. Radio Sentai Cast Ranger on air! Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone else to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger episode 445. It's episode Garchomp or episode Landshark. One of, one, of, one of the most overrated fucking Pokemon ever. Fuck you, I love Garchomp. No, I... Because he's so fucking used in like competitive Pokemon, I refuse to ever use a Garchomp. Well, I hate how fucking like stupidly overpowered and over. He's overwhelming. They're well, all right there, Mister Poke Contrarian. I, all you need is a Slowbro, man. Yeah. Anyway. Wait, is that Rakules and Agito? <laughs> what? <laughs> that fucking Rockies was apparently an episode of Hoggy Toe. Oh, all right. <laughs> cool. Wow. Okay. That's for that, but sure. <laughs> Emily's back. Yay. And Gar and Paul are here, which we, I think still gives to the theory that Gar and Emily are the same person. We, we exchanged them. <laughs> no. Gar, Gar's just Gar's just Emily in another in another multiverse. We've occasionally been seen in the same place. Those, yeah, that's when the multiverse is kind of crossing, and it, it should that shouldn't happen. Those rumors are un, those rumors are unproven that you've been seen in the same space. You know what? How we could prove them by posting the shattered grid script read that will never get posted. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> that. Well, I mean, if you look at if you look up like the live action trailer or like the trailer live reaction for the Power Rangers movie. Emily Garner there too. So. Now that's CGI. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Well, if you happen to be tuning in for the first time, thank you for checking us out. We are a gaggle of Torontonian common writer Super Sentai fans who talk about those things and sometimes a third thing. And uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Our topics for this week are Common Rider Geats episode forty-four. King Oger, episode 20, and our feature topic for the week is the Revice Forward movie, Common Rider Live, Evil, and Demons. 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 <laughs> that's, not, 
not Dave Mintz, it's Dave Mintz. I flubbed the line. Fuck off. <laughs> the Damons. Um, so the Damons got, are coming. I also, because apparently the third party company is making a Depan Figyard head, I decided to buy a Keats Magnum Boost Figyard. Oh boy, our best friend, the school yeah. shooter, is coming back. Yay! I mean, boy, he's one of my favorite characters in the show, so. <laughs> Uh, he, I was the, he was the, the character I was most hyped for in the show. I can't believe they're bothering to do this this late in the fucking show. They're Listen, real, they're he's really not a reaching shooter. He, did, he, just, he brought a gun to school. That doesn't mean he used it. <laughs> they're just really reaching for what we pad the last ten episodes with. Anyways, before we get into the episodes proper, we have some news to talk about. News. What? Okay, I guess so. Alright, so this week, the Common Rider social media accounts officially revealed Common Rider Gotchard, which means we have not only a little teaser trailer, which we won't show, obviously, but uh, a little bit of detail on the plot and staff of the show. Well, I'll just say this. It's basically, what if Blade and Forze had a baby? <laughs> Pretty much. That's basically what this is. So... Let's see. In this series, artif artificial life forms called Kemi were created by collecting the best alchemy techniques and are made to imitate all things that exist in this world. There are a total of 101 Kemis, and they are stored in Ride Kemi cards. However, these cards <laughs> popped out and were released all at once. So it's, say that say that five times fast. Kimmy car, Kimmy car, Kimmy car, Kimmy car. So it's literally just Blade. It's just it's just it's just Blade again. It's Blade again. It's Blade. It's Blade, but with the high school antics of Forza. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like I'm complaining, but I'm hundred percent in. Like I'd rewatch Blade. I have. I don't know why, Ichi. I'm getting this very strong feeling you're really gonna hate the protagonist of the show. Well, let's see. So. High school student Hotaro Ichinose is entrusted with the gotcha driver. I gotcha! Gotcha. Uh, and is given the mission to collect all the Kemi that were released in the world. If a Kemi is a reassuring human companion when it resonates with someone with a good heart. So some of them have personalities. So it's, it's Blade! That's <laughs> uh, Blade! Hotaro loves... Say anything, but I will say I still just think Gotchard's appearance is flipping amazing. I also love it. Um, so Hotaro loads the Hopper One and Steamliner Ride Kemi cards in the Gotcha Driver to become Kamen Rider Gotchard Steam Hopper is the name of his base form. Uh, Steam Hopper! <laughs> <laughs> a choo choo turns to a rider kick. There you go. <laughs> Uh, but if a Kemi combines with a human filled with malice, there is a danger in creating a creature known as Kaijin Malgam. So those will be our MOTWs. I love, I love that's how they do these sponsors of the week. It's like, if you display any sort of, like, if you're bad, extreme emotion turns you to a fucking monster. <laughs> oh, seven is a good Fuck point. It. It's the fucking numbers from Yu-Gi-Oh! Zeal. <laughs> Yeah, people are like, it's Yu-Gi-Oh, it's fucking Pokemon, Digimon, Blade, Forze. I mean, he's got a motorcycle. 
for five episodes. Like, did, we're just saying something like, I don't know if this was like off off uh, recording or on recording, but like, did you just say like they're actually making like a card game out of this? There are rumors that there will be an actual card game and booster packs and all kinds of shit. That's going to be fucking interesting. <laughs> all right. So Hotaro's catchphrase is gotcha, unsurprisingly. Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> Will Hotaro gotcha all 101 Kemis? Only if he puts enough money in. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, what kind of strange combinations will form along the way? What is in store for the alchemist writer who manipulates cards? And there we have a shot of the poster. Okay. I I'm just going to state this because for the record, the one thing I want from this show, and I really hope they do it, is I want a writer... He uses a gun changer, and he has, like, a robot form. That's all, robot? That's all I want. A robot fork? A form. robot form. Like, no, his main robot. form is, like, a robot. That actually makes sense. That, yeah. I don't know why I said robot fork. Uh, also, if these rumors are true that Decade's fucking showing up in this show, I I am 100% all for it. Uh, like, Tsubasa, Tsukasa is one of my favorite fucking, like, rider protagonists of all time. So, I, 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 a, I, ate, I ate that shit up in Zeo when he showed up. I have, <laughs> like, I have oh. a, depending on what you have or have not seen, I have a surprise for you shortly. Oh? But we'll get to that in a sec. All right, on to the staff. Uh, TV Asahi's Takahiro Okawa will serve as the show's general producer. Uh, Toei's Yosuke Minato, who did, who's doing King Oger, is producing the series. Did you guys like Ghost and Saber? Because <laughs> the writers of the shows are in it. The series will be written by Keiichi Hasegawa, who did Ultraman Nexus, Kamen Rider Saber, and the Gridman franchise, and Hiroki yep. Uchida, who did the Comrade Jean Aguilera Girls remix. Oh boy. Uh, veteran Super Sentai action director and suit actor Hirofumi Fukuzawa will be the action director. And the show's main director is Ryuta Tasaki, who did Build. Ooh, that could be good. Uh, and the show's music will be composed by Hiroshi Takaki, who did Shinkenger. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, Gotchard will be debuting in the upcoming Geats movie July 28th before the show premieres September 3rd. Very cool. I'm excited. All right. Right. No, well, it's, it's, it's almost new rider time, so it always is an exciting time. Rider time. All right. Uh, <laughs> our next news story. This isn't a surprise, uh, but... So apparently someone within the Toei or Bandai or whatever, somewhere within their factories, someone's been leaking pictures of the gotcha driver or gotcha driver, whichever. So we have this one shot of a bunch of them just sitting in a tray. And then the more interesting shot is shots of someone's desk, which what with what look like raise buckles for the desired driver that have slots in them for the gotcha cards. I bet you any money that's for like the Gotchard Geeks crossover movie. Probably. So he's gonna get some like Gotchard buckle where he gets like a card and he puts the card in the in the buckle and then puts the buckle in the desire driver and then he gets a new form. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then the other thing. Yeah. All right, but uh, I think this is an unfinished design because this, the buckle itself is just like solid red. There's no like design to it you know what i mean 
Yeah. But yeah, very cool. All right, our next news story, and this is what I wanted to talk to you about, Lane. Okay. So this is a rumor. This is not confirmed, but there is an image showing what could be a new decade form. Oh, I did see that. Yes, and apparently everyone fucking hates it, but I actually don't mind it. I think it's pretty cool looking. Is oh, it, it's fan art? Is yeah. it fan art? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It looked... It was an interesting design. Like, I'll say this. If it's actually Decade in this show, awesome. But if it's just Masahiro Inoue playing a character in the show, I will also be happy because just Masahiro Inoue is an amazing actor. So That would also be interesting. That'd be awesome. It's like when... um. Well, it's sort of like an Ultraman Z where Juggler's actor uh, played a character, but then we found out it was actually just Juggler, so, which was awesome. Yeah. All right. So we'll see what happens. Next, we yeah. have the official announcement of the Fantasy Raise Buckle. I want this so bad, but God damn it, can I not afford the shipping right now? I loved this thing. I loved this thing. I loved this thing. I know we're going to have to talk about the actual episode, but I love this thing. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty nice. Yeah. It's it's nice to finally have this buckle after it got leaked basically at the beginning of the show. Pinichi, like I said, like I said for Toe Collectibles, if you don't feel like paying the full like price and shipping, just do the deposit, you'll feel not as bad. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it looks like this comes with the Giago ID core, in case that interests you. Of course. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Premium Bandai Web Exclusive, 2750 yen, which is a really good price before shipping and customs and markup and blah, 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 blah. And it's releasing in November. Vegas, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what's that for? <laughs> I know it's boost on the bottom. What's the top buckle? Diago uh, Fire Rex. Oh, it's Rex? it's a Q. What? It's a Q Rex. It's time because he's time fire. Oh, ha! That's funny. Okay. <laughs> oh, also, I I hate that we didn't think of this before, but apparently a lot of the fandom's been calling him Time Father, and I'm like, <laughs> God damn it, that sounds so good. <laughs> So that's like fucking we're probably gonna see him in yeah that's when we're like yeah time father that's what we should be calling him time time father <laughs> i love it time father all right very cool and our last news story is lane i don't think even you would yep. buy this because we even though we they are in fact selling rackley's like tiara crown <laughs> from king Oger. It's fucking four hundred dollars. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, thank you. I, I will, I will get the other crown that he has. That's like a hundred dollars, and it comes with a cool stick, and you can put it on your head. <laughs> the funniest shit is There's an image in the listing of just like some model dude wearing the crown and Reckless's jacket, and it's cracking me the hell up. You know what I'll do is I'll just I'll get a I'll get like a, a plushie of a dove and put that on my head. You might as well get yeah, one. That... You might as well get like one of those fucking tiaras from a convenience store around Halloween time. Right? I, I could probably get someone to make this for me for like 
one fourth quarter of the one tenth the cost. Probably guaranteed. <laughs> Absolutely guaranteed. Someone could make a replica of this for like so much cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So let's see what the description says. So this is from Tiara designer Taro Kamitani. The crown is constructed of Vulcan fiber with layers of plating and glass jewels. It measures uh, approximately 8.7 inches by 4 inches. <laughs> it's releasing in September. Oh my god. I love Rackley's, but I don't but I don't $400 love him. No, that's yeah. exactly right. I'd be impressed if anyone did. Would you pay $400 if it also came with Rackley's? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I would. I bet. I bet you. I bet you. Raculous actor is like the nicest, sweetest fucking guy on the planet. Probably. Because <laughs> usually it's the nicest like people that can play like the best assholes. It's it's incredible. It'd be funny if he was That's on cameo. Like, when I was in drama class, like my t my teacher always put me in like angry asshole roles because she's like you're so nice but you're so good at like acting angry and pissed off and i was like mm -hmm. okay <laughs> so it'd be funny if his actor was on cameo or something <laughs> no records isn't dead we'll see he's not dead we'll see him again. i mean we'll, we'll talk about it in the episode but i'll say Gira survived in that fucking fall i was gonna say he fell off the same cliff gear did Exact same cliff. <laughs> exact same one. All right. Well, anyway, that is the news. I had a couple of extra Which... stories, but they are spoilers for Shin Kamen Rider. Yeah. Uh, Fuck the new that crap. The, the new trailer for um the Precure movie F came out. That doesn't Ugh. really say much about it, but there's a new trailer and it looks really good. Any any details about it you want to share? That might be interesting. Did I mention um, Cure Supreme before? Maybe on the show. Or... There's a there's a new a new uh, movie exclusive Cure Cure Supreme. Cure Supreme, that's why, cool. Why does it sound like a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> Let me... uh, I'll get the Cure Supreme, please. <laughs> with uh, with extra extra pickles. I go grab a wrapper. Here she is. Cute. Yeah, she just and that's her civilian form there. Why does um, she look like a the world ends with you character? I have no idea, but <laughs> like really cool. I, I, is, I'm looking... is, it, is there elements supreme? <laughs> I have supreme no, element. I have no idea what her, her element deal is. is movie. <laughs> really cool. Oh, cure supreme. That's pretty much all we know. Also, it's not going to have all the cures ever. It's going to have, like, teams of cures from, like, various seasons that seem almost completely randomly selected. Whoever we can afford it's to get back. I I don't know if it's that. I, I legitimately don't know um what the criteria was that they chose them for, but... I am looking forward to seeing it at some point. So this is just that fucking superhero Tyson movie where like a bunch <laughs> of riders and Sentai fucking teamed up together. It like kind I, of is. Like I said, whoever we can afford to get back. Hang on, hang on. I need to see something here. Mm, um, no cure piece. Zero out of ten. <laughs> 
Oh, it appears to be very have like I want to say there's some kind of theme or reason that they chose the ones they did and I thought at first it was oh they're all from like really recent seasons but then we have Cure Flora in there for some reason and Cure Macaron just like just like if you look at all these different cures like from all different teams just the the different like hairstyles is just like mind-blowing like look at all the hair <laughs> look at all the different sizes and shapes of hair I know, it's, it's it's really it's really neat to see cures from different seasons interacting and see the differences in the art <gasps> i forgot about the little baby I forgot about the little baby the recent one so cute i was gonna say is the baby there yep she is there all right cool shit well yeah. Way to way to go, Cure Supreme. Way to be supreme. <laughs> yep, she's looking pretty awesome. Okay, sorry for the interruption, though. That's okay. No, all good. Including the cave mermaids. <laughs> Thank you, Seven. All right. Well, let's get into Geats. Geats. Ready. Fight. So 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 while I was gone, um, Kawa became a gang leader. Yep, I was about to ask. You want to tell us what you thought about the um, last few? I that is not a um that is not a uh, development I was expecting, <laughs> and I'm still like, wait, what? He's just Dude. a gang leader. They're just just like. That's life now, I guess. Did you, love, did, did, did you love Kawa's family immediately getting revived and then immediately getting killed? <laughs> I did not love that at all. I very much the opposite of that. Um, yeah. Neon's dad's a common now. Yep. Um, that's cool. And Samori is not quite a goddess, but she's enough a goddess to have white hair and be stuck in a tea pose. <laughs> She's asserting dominance? I don't know. Um, basically, this episode just had Neon get an amazing new form that was like really, really, really cool and awesome. And she can use magic circles and she can use make swords appear out of nowhere and make claws out of swords and also phase through things. And th th that's basically what happened in this episode, but also... Why is KY gang leader now? He's going I, through I his mean, emo he shit. He kind of just got thrown into it because he came in, beat the previous leader, and then they're like, you're a leader now, and he's like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. So apparently the word is that Neon's, Neon or Nago fantasy forms ability to teleport and phase around apparently is not an ability of the fantasy buckle. People are saying it's because she's artificial. Wait, yeah, and, and then I came to the realization that, oh my god, the fantasy buckle is her final power-up yep. because she's a fantasy. Oh my yep. gosh. I, was I was like, holy shit, that fucking like, realization. It's Neon's quirk. <laughs> it kind of also, is. I want to see also, her use it in her civilian form. Just use it to like spy on people. 
But let's. Oh, it's also cute that apparently the true love she truly was after was the true love of her parents. <laughs> she just wanted her parents to love her. Okay, <laughs> let's let's get into this. Okay, I will concede that the dad, since he had all that time in prison to just rot and reconsider his life, I'm willing to allow that him developing into the kind of person that loves his fake made up daughter. I'm willing to believe that. However, the mother absolutely does not get the same pass. This bitch walked in after not being on camera for X amount of episodes and went, Neon, I secretly loved you the whole time. All of that time we spent together was so valuable. All that time I spent sheltering you, keeping you away from the world, not supporting your career, telling you to stay inside the house. Remember when I slapped you onto the floor? For some reason she walked in so fast that her shoe falls off. (laughs) Yeah, I love that she like was scrambled into the fucking hospital and she just trips and I'm like, oh. They try so hard to sell us that both parents have had this epiphany and realize that, oh, our daughter that we've considered a non-human for the last 11 years, suddenly we feel like giving a shit. Um... Also, I and I think this is my favorite scene. Like it was after like Neon like beats the fucking shit out of Baroba, and like Baroba, she's like in an alley or whatever like that, and just like Michinaga just like shows up. He shows up out just... of nowhere. How did he know she was there? <laughs> Who knows? And then just so like. I got Thunderbreaster Orb to make this make this for me because this is like the energy I was feeling that Michinaga was like basically <laughs> saying to Baruma. Pathetic. God. Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Orb. Thank you so much. Alright, that's going like, in the yeah, thumbnail. Just Michinaga just looking over down at Baruma he's just like You sucked. <laughs> thinking like how did he show up like he just heard she just heard her despair and just showed up to say it sucks doesn't it like out of nowhere yeah what are you you like losing you like being you're you've never been happy it's also totally been happy it's also speaking of michi it's also really fucking weird to see him like arguing for geats like he tries to fight tycoon to bring him back and he's talking about how much he supports geats and it's so jarring to see it's so weird like i understand how we got there how we got here with michi's character but like it, this this doesn't look like those a straight line in character development you know what i mean no well okay if you think about it this way he like he basically, when he got his world or whatever like that, he beat Ace, and that was the thing he was striving for. Like, he sure, he wanted, like, a power to destroy all common Riders and take down the DGP, but he also wanted to beat Ace at something, and then he beat him. And right, so now I kicked your ass like, for cool now. I don't care anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, he, he kind of just... Being dead probably really helped, makes you think. Yep. You know? <laughs> Uh, also can i just say i think in terms of like forms buffa entry zombie is just 
so fucking cool. Oh, it's when so he badass. When he revolves to the legs. Yeah, I just think zombie the zombie buckle works so much better as like legs than like like it's, sure the top form amazing super cool but I just think it's more raw and super badass as a leg form. I think it's <laughs> fucking hilarious to see that claw sticking out of the foot. And uh, uh, I, I like like I will still say say this the best buffa form is still buffa Jamato zombie like the one shot we got of him but it was just. Yeah. So but uh, speaking of Buffa's revolves, I will say I admire his creative use of revolving in the, his combat in this episode. That was pretty fun. Yeah, man. But anyways, I I really hope they eventually release like a figure art with like the zombie bottom because I'd love to make recreate Buffa entry zombie if I can. <laughs> One of my favorite shots in this episode is near the beginning when Geats is still fighting Kekera. And Kekera was like, give it up, Geets, you can't win. And Geets just pops his gun out like, the hell I can't. Yeah, and he's just like, I'll make a world where everyone's happy. Yeah. But, uh, oh, but then we got like the, the hardest fucking like truth bomb ever. Yep. Where like Kawa goes to like ask like uh, uh, Surumi or whatever, just like for Samori. I want my I want my family back, like revived. And she's like, "Is that really what you want to be happy? Because you don't sound happy when you're saying it." And I Kay was just like, "I mean, as, as much as I want to argue against Tycoon in the scenario, the immediate response to that should have been, "Well, yeah, I'm not happy. They're still dead. I'll be happy when they're back and not dead." And then you, yeah, and, then, and then this whole thing with the wish, where that next time he gets an opportunity, he's got a really fucking monkey's paw. This thing where it's like, I want them to be alive. I don't want them to be immediately murdered again. I don't want to turn into a turkey myself or any other weird voodoo crap. I, I, don't, I don't want any family turkeys. <laughs> you, you've got that. Uh, let's see what else. Oh, interesting point that was brought up. So they mentioned in this episode that Sarah could have been saved if Tycoon didn't fuck up the world because Michi was trying to get information out of Daichi about this tree of knowledge that he had. So yep. Keiwa has only made things worse for himself and will continue to, unfortunately. Yeah, he's not thinking straight, that Keiwa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the f the feature of the episode is Nago's fantasy form. I love the glowing blue energy rapiers. I love the teleporting magic and all that crap. That was such a cool fight. Except for the weird couple of seconds where they were like really zoomed into their faces. What the fuck was that about? Ah, no, they're, they're trying to be like flashy with their fight scenes again. Like they were in like early on in the show. Yeah. What a weird like snapping her fingers and like moving around thing too like like remember that when she got like that really cool like henshin in like uh episode four, like transform or transformation episode four and we we're all like she doesn't deserve that yet we barely <laughs> know her speaking of transforming anyone else notice that she has a new henshin pose yes and she got really on the ground after transformation like very oh. very catwoman-esque oh well, she's a cat that's what she does <laughs> i know but just like she like she's like on the floor like hands sprawled out like claws and just you hear just like ready <laughs> fight 
<laughs> so yeah. like what the fuck and uh based on this i guess we can assume comrade giago will not be a thing anymore <laughs> one and done yeah yeah no i saw i instantly saw like the core like change to hers and i was just like i guess so well yeah, time yeah, for father to retire i'm father <laughs> He's like, he, he did the thing I, he, he played one game, fought one battle, and retired undefeated. Yeah. He beat Brawly, kicked his ass, avenged his dead daughter, and then <laughs> retired and handed down the power up to his daughter. Yep. And it's so interesting when you think about the fact that Nago's final form was a fucking hand-me-down. <laughs> yep and then like it, it was weird like i thought like it, it would have been funny if like the actual akari came back to life because it's oh like my God. oh because like she was killed by like the 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 rider or whatever Probably, like that yeah. so yeah but uh yeah there's this one minute where like he hallucinates seeing akari and then she hugs him and then like it fades away and it's neon and I know this would be hilarious. Like this would be so bad, but the, my brain just went like as soon as he realizes it's Neon and not Akari, he just like pushes her away. Like ah, no. <laughs> they never do that. But that's where my brain went in that scene. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yes. So Nago Fantasy, love the form. I can't. I want to see more of her fighting with it. And the fact that it's a one-sided buckle means that we could potentially see her combo it with beat form, which I would also really like to see. I, I like to see her use it with uh, Golden Fever. Yeah, someone did. I saw someone did fan art of like Fever Fantasy, and it was pretty rad. Because I feel like that'd be nice as like a full-on suit, you know? Yeah. Then we get double yeah, the swords. You know what I realized. I realize why I really enjoy the entry, like, raised buckle bottom forms more. I think it's because I get a mixture of, like, the blank form with, like, Featuring thick a legs. gimmick form. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, like, Magnum Boost is, or, like, uh, Entry Boost is fucking cool. Like, like all of them, all of them are cool. I, like, Zombie's the best one. I'm, I'm not a fan of the no-shirt thick pants. <laughs> I I am like it was weird like I when I first saw it when Geats did it with uh with like zombie I was just like I was like that's so fucking cool. Well, he, he did a really badass so, finisher attack with that form, so you really did. Remember, but anyway, so it was with he was fighting Depan and we saw the fucking gravestones no, with Depan's name on them. Yeah, no. Yeah, speaking of Depan, so yeah, next week Depan's coming back. And oh I'm, boy, I'm, 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 nobody asked I mean, for this. He's not going to last a whole episode, so it's He's going to fucking but, like, die! Well, yeah, of course he's going to fucking die. <laughs> he just shows but up with Magnum, ha <laughs> ha, and Geats pulls out nine. Fuck! <laughs> shit! I'd love to see, like, Japan fucking command form. That shit would be awesome. Japan command? The pan command, baby. Japan. But yeah, Decker. Decker does. Decker does not approve of me loving the pan as much as I do. Understandable. <laughs> Stop liking the school shooter, like. <laughs> Why is it you like terrible people? I don't know. I find those characters interesting. Um, no say. Like, imagine if it was like a recurring villain in this show. It would have been so cool. And that's not the only writer showing up next week's episode. Apparently, Cross Geats from the movie is in the episode too. 
Wow. Or at least like they showed a shot, so it might be it might just be flashbacking to like the movie. Because maybe like it doesn't like the does the movie come out like the same week? I'd have to check, but they wouldn't do a flashback in the fucking episode preview. I've done that. I don't know. I feel like they've done that before. I don't know. But anyways, I hopefully I'll get to see some good cross geats action because I like that suit. Yeah. Emily, any other thoughts? I know we've been talking a lot. No, it's okay. Um, I mean, I kind of said everything at the beginning. Like, fantasy is really cool. Um, I don't the gang leader. <laughs> Can't get over that, huh? I'm the leader yeah, I mean, of the just, gang. I am. It's, just like, it's, like a, it's like in the show if like Emily became like a leader of a gang. She'd just, like she'd just be like, I don't even know how this happened. <laughs> so. I just, I, one moment I was I was here like I was like getting getting like a like a blizzard at Dairy Queen. The next the next moment, I, I apparently I run the Yakuza. <laughs> Imagine, oh my fucking! I'd love that'd be a fun like little short film skit to do. Just like, yeah. what if Emily was leader of a gang? Tr Wolf Two K in our Discord actually brings up an interesting point. If we combo fantasy and beat, does that mean we get powered up elemental spells? Thundaga, Fyraga, Bozaga. Yeah, like her, like her, like her, like swords that she like manifests get like thunder, oh, fire, ice power. I would love that. There you go. I'm sad fantasy doesn't come with like a weapon. I it, feel like that's a It comes with the energy rapiers. I know, but it would have been cool to have like a cool like actual rapier, you know? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Even though she does like wield one as a weapon at one point, I would it would be cool if there was like an actual you, you physical you, you gimmick weapon. You, you take, you, you take Sabala's fucking Seikhan and fucking repaint it. Bam, fantasy rapier. There you go. <laughs> Oh, someone Ch changed up. the book slot to a buckle slot. Someone on DeviantArt has shooped up Nago Fantasy Beat form, and it looks just as cool as I imagined. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, King Oger time. Ooh. Say the thing. Ah, oh, oh, go, oh, go, bazo. So the episode just fucking opens with the wedding. Like, there's been a serious, significant time jump between the last episode and this one. And we just open no, I love, with the wedding. I, I love the Rakulis' big braiding, just being like, okay, I'm gonna marry Suzume, so that way I have a connection with Tofu. <laughs> and you know what makes this... You know what's <laughs> the most... The funniest thing about this wedding... This means that technically now, Gira and Rakulis are brothers-in-law with Kagaragi. Yeah, oh my god. Fucking Rakulis being like, you're gonna call me big brother now? I need you! Yeah, just fucking Rakulis just feeling so uncomfortable fucking saying it. I was just like... Just Kagaragi's like, minutely subtle facial changes as the wedding goes on are just fucking beautiful. He's just looking up and like, oh, yeah. oh this is nice! <laughs> Yay! Oh, boy. But uh, apparently what's going on is... According to the laws of, of Gokan, or the International Countries Agreement, whatever the fuck, because Gira declared a duel, a, tr a trial duel, that apparently allows Rakulis to have an extension of time 
where they can't really do anything to him. And apparently, even though Rackley's tried to murder them all, Yanma's fucking fart pillow prank counts as the uh, restitution for that. So doing anything more beyond that is not allowed, according to Rita. And I'm like, that's kind of unfair. <laughs> apparently, however, how much time has gone since like the the, the duel was was like claimed. Which barely gears in a cell the whole time. <laughs> Which yes, according to the current legal situation, Gira is still actually a uh, traitor to the crown and a rebel. So, all right, I guess if we're gonna play this by the absolute letter of the law, sure. <laughs> And I love that, like, Garrett just starts doing his, like, evil laughter, and Rita's just not fucking having it. Just <laughs> what, what I, what I, the part that I can't fully process here is, apparently, Gira gave back the crown to Rackley's, but not the lance, because Kagaragi's holding on to it as the episode starts. And I don't understand nope. how that exchange happened. Because it's uh, Kagaragi Dabowski. Sure, but we, we get this whole scheme over the episode where Kagaragi says he's going to give the lance back to Rackley's. Uh, but of course, as we find out later, it turns out to be a fake, and we'll get into more about that in a little bit. But, uh... So... Boshamarl, the other servant of Rackley's, who we haven't seen in a while, shows up all congratulating Rackley's on the wedding... And of course, Rackley's, he's, he's not stupid. He's like, uh, where the fuck were you? At least Duga was here. As, okay. puni as punishment, go steal the lance without your pants. <laughs> okay, okay. Can we can we just reveal quickly? Because like, I, I really want to jump ahead because I need to talk about something. Because like, I don't know if like this is correct, but like, I really want to speak my, my thoughts on this. Are we just going to get to so the reveal? Yeah, so it, it's it's obvious it's who we thought it was. <laughs> surprise, surprise! The entire Toku community was correct all the way back from, I think, episode 3, 6-ish? Boshamaro yep. was, in fact, Kamijimu. He was a spy all along. The, the fucking pinky shit was the clue, and everyone was correct. The reveal was this episode, and it was glorious! It was so funny. I believe it was so, so, so ticked off. So, I, as what's much, interesting is... As, it, as much as I want to be, oh. I called it whenever shit like this happens. I wasn't the first one to think of this. This was someone no. on Twitter. Deck, I think Decker was the one who first shared it in the Cast Ranger Discord. But someone on Twitter was the first one to f post a screenshot of Boshamarl doing the pinky and Kamijimu doing the pinky. So that was where the connections first started to be made. And I will say, now that this reveals happened, I watched episode three of the Rackley's special, and holy fuck, that's hilarious. You'll see what I mean when we talk about it. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so so what, what I wanted to get into quickly, so like, I, I don't know if I'm right about this. I might be wrong. I might just be overthinking it. But... So some Rackley's seemed to when he got revealed, he seemed to kind of like be taken aback by it. And then he asked him, he's like, Where's the real one? And like he met comments, oh, well, he would be like bones by now. So now dead. I'm just thinking, what if 
he's the reason Rakiles became so corrupt. What if he was manipulating him and getting into his head and making him this way? It might have been because hmm. they even like showed us that Rock King Rakiles was like almost the exact opposite. Like he said he he said he wanted the kind of country where where everyone was protecting each other and then he and he that's brought up by kira and then he like outright goes against that but what was the turning point because that is such a turning like that is such a turn like there had to have been something right i'll, I'll yeah. say i'll say that it's not off the table boshamaro mm. being the corrupting influence to rackley's if that is the case it has not been hinted to or alluded to at all there hasn't been any single nope. moment where Bolshamal tells Rackley's or gives him a recommendation to do something bad or cruel or evil or something that he wasn't otherwise going to do. So if that yeah. is the situation, they're going to reveal it with no lead up to it. Um, I'll, I'll say it's a possibility, but I don't think that's what's happening. That's not the... That's not the theory that I'm going to operate under. There definitely was something between Rackley's childhood and adulthood that changed his outlook on being a king. But I really hope we see that. <laughs> we, I, I, the show. I would consider the show a failure if we didn't. The way the way it's been such a focus. But like, yeah, it, I think we're gonna get into it at some point. But. Uh, perhaps not anytime soon because this appears to be what i refer to as the end of the rackley's arc for now at least yeah no so like a lot of like some people are like oh yeah he's gone he's gone he's gone I'm like no that that's why like in my tweet about him i said i said we will miss you for now we have not seen the end of rackley's the show wants you to the show wants you to think he's dead, but let's remember he fell off the same cliff Gira did. Yeah, yeah, Gira, Garrus, yeah, Garrus fell off the same fucking cliff and he survived, so... But he didn't get... When Gira fell off, he wasn't knocked off by a Superform's final attack. So let's keep that in mind, That's too. That's true. Uh, but Rackulis is a tough son of a bitch, so... Yeah. I'm holy on hope. Um, I'm like Kevin when Takatora fucking got his ass kicked. We all thought he was dead. Kevin held on to hope, and look where that came. But, uh, so. so... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. It just feels like Jeremy is happy to be back to being his, um, very riddly, um, Tricks, trickster, trickster self. He, he, yeah, he's 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 good. He's good at pranking. He's I'll happy that he that. finally has something useful to do. Yeah, which is make duplicates of stuff. Apparently, fake. <laughs> fake. Um, but yeah, so so we have this second round of the dual trial, and I love that not only the the quote unquote promotional art of for the trial that Rita has, but all of the signs that the people pull out of their asses completely out of nowhere are all using art of Rackley's before he got his fucking cloak stolen by Gira. Oh yeah, those are probably just like like it's like um it's like in Fable Three when like you do like loading screens like uh, between sections or like you go into like Bowerstone and you just see like posters of like your evil fucking brother just playing on posters. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of. I also want to shout out Gira doing the full ass bop it when he henchins the first time. Oh yeah, no, like 
Garrett, Garrett's, Garrett's cool, man. I so okay. I've really hope and like I saw in the preview and like it really it really put like a sad like look on my face. I really hope that now that he's going to be the king of Shugatum, I really hope he drops this whole fucking evil king thing. I, I really hope he drops it. I also because, hope like, he does, but I don't think he will. Although, yeah, because the I was reason like, I was like, oh, cool, maybe he'll drop it. And then the preview, I see him doing his evil laugh, and I'm like, no, stop it. Like you have, like <laughs> we. The reason he was doing all that was because if Rackley's is justice, I'll be evil. But if Rackley's is not in the picture anymore, there isn't really a need for him to keep that shtick up. Exactly. So hopefully exactly. there will at so least I'm, be less of it. I hope he like he does he does evil laughter and then Yama just comes and smacks him up in the back of the head. Knock like, that shit off. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, stop it. But Get we're, some help. <laughs> we're, we're getting ahead because there's a lot I want to highlight this yeah. episode. So yeah, of course. We, of course. At different points of the episode, we get to see both of them use the super form, and I like I actually kind of like that for a change. It's the non sequenced version for both of them. Um, I noticed that when Rackley's uses it, there's no like King Oak who got to Alger call out. Only Gira gets that. Um, I think it's just because yeah, I think it's just because like we're not really meant to see it with Hercules. Yeah. Ever. So. But what I was really surprised by is this episode, after transforming into his super form, Rackley's pulls out the fucking King's weapon. Since when did he have that? He's never used it before now. It looks awesome in the super form, having him use like wield the sword and shield, but uh, it's just weird that like he's had it but never used it before now. You know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense you have one. Yeah. It it makes sense that he has one. I'm I'm actually kind of disappointed that his wasn't a different color scheme as well. You know. Yeah. Just like it. that could have been an easy palette swap they could put up on Premium Bandai. <laughs> Very true. Uh, but yeah, so the the duel happens. Uh, everyone else does the whole grabbing the lance stick, and then we get Rackley's fake surrender, where Gira says that if Rackley's admits his crimes to the people and surrender and and apologizes, Gira will surrender keeping in full mind that if he loses, he gets exiled. And that's a ballsy move to make. But yeah. uh, it, 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 it speaks to Gear's character to have that kind of faith in his brother, as estranged as they are. But uh, Rackles decides to make another tactical error and... Uh, do a real dirtbag move by pretending to surrender and then slashing gear across the face. Yep. And he's just like, fuck you, you piece of shit. And, and then does the other fatal mistake of basically showing the entire kingdom that he's an asshole. This motherfucker <laughs> forgets that the cameras are rolling and gives his whole the people are my tools speech with everyone watching. And even even good old Todd's like, fuck you, Rackley's, you piece I'm of shit. I was so happy to see this man, this zealot of a follower of Rackley's, finally have his faith broken, literally broken yeah. by way of smashing the sign. It was glorious. 
But yeah, no. Even even I'm like I'm like, Kira, Kira deserves to have the throne. Like like I I love Rackley. He's just my favorite character. But like I I I've always known going into the show that he was like the the villain. So it's like he was villains, villains don't win. He was eventually going to fall, and this was the fall. Yeah, exactly. I I it's more so just like I enjoy him as a character, and I just like seeing him on screen. I like seeing him do stuff. I like seeing him as a cool silver fucking ranger he's super badass so yeah yeah so gira does the king odra finish with the crown lance rackley's goes off the cliff we're not sure if he's dead but in any case gira has won which means gira is now king of shigatam which, which means we're entering the second half of fable three being the king yeah <laughs> So it looks like next week's episode is him being tested for kingly qualities by the other kings. So that's probably going to be a fun episode. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna have a he's gonna have a nice fun day with Big Brother Kagaragi. <laughs> yep. And also, there was one. I, lo- I love that Kaga- I love that Kagaragi's his fucking brother. Yeah, they're brothers-in-law now. That's just the thing that happened. <laughs> actually. actually Actually, we have to consider that, actually. If Ragnis is dead, then they're not related. Oh, true. So it's still up in the air. <laughs> I, w- I feel like even if, like, even if, like, your, your, like, you know, the connection to your in-laws died, they're still your in-laws. I want so, so bad for, like, as Kagaragi's doing his test to Gira, just like, call me Anyue. We are brothers now. <laughs> Oh, that's going to be fun. And uh, there was one shot in the preview where Rita reveals their face to Gira. <laughs> they will never show that on camera. Not this early. Oh, my. Oh, my God. I. It, it's like the equivalent. Like, that's like the equivalent of like a woman, like taking their bra off in front of a dude who just. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but sure. That's what I got from it. Like it was just it had that, like Gira's face. It, just it like, had that energy. <laughs> yeah, there she just like a woman taking her bra off in front of people. Whoa! <laughs> a face bra, exactly seven. But yeah, excellent episode. The prophecy we've excellent. held since the near beginning of the show has finally come to pass. Oh, it feels so good to be a Sentai fan these days. Miraculous, you are you are gone for now, but you you will come back. I know it. Perhaps later he will miraculous come back. Miraculous. <laughs> that is going to be the name of the episode when he does come back. Someone make a note of that. Pin that. Pin that. Miraculous. I love that. I'm writing it down. <laughs> I love you, Ichi. Well done. That's what I do. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, before we get to the feature topic, I am assuming that Emily did not watch it. No, I did not. I'm sorry. But uh, that's okay. Guys, and I will see you around. Yeah. And uh, yeah. stay safe and happy, uh, happy Shin Barbenheimer Rose Day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bye. Bye bye. All right, future topic time.
I'm very glad that I watched this movie weeks ago beforehand because watching it the second time really helped me keep track of what the fuck is going on. <laughs> I, I will admit I bet, like, so I, I watched this at, like, 8.30 in the morning. So, like, I woke up, like, half an hour beforehand. I had no food in me, no caffeine. I was still waking up. Why so would you do that to yourself? I don't know. Well, because, like, I, I don't know why I didn't watch it last night for some fucking reason. And, like, I just watched it in the morning. Because usually I do the reverse. I watch Ryder and Sentai Friday morning, and I watch the feature topic the night before. Uh, but anyways, so I, I followed it to the best of my ability. And, you know, I, I feel like I got the gist of it. So it, it was it was a cool movie. I'm glad I got to see George. Yeah. It's always good to see George. Like, yeah, like I was saying, I, I'm glad I watched this a second time because I was able to accurately keep track of when it was Hiromi and when it was Muramasa because that was confusing as fuck the first time. Oh, no, because uh, Muramasa, like, he, his hair was blue. No, no, he but he, ha he was able to disguise himself as Hiromi. So the point where they switched is there's this one shot early in the movie where you see Somei standing with the vice stamp on him as he's captured and then the, they cut away and then when they cut back to him that's when it's muramasa because that's when they get freed and he starts acting like an asshole i feel yeah no i i figured it wasn't him because like he was being like so serious and shit and i'm just and like i was like nah this is this doesn't sound like a romi when like, I, I know what romi when is. i first watched the movie i thought i just chalked it up to well he just got tortured he's probably not feeling very personable Nah. But yeah, so the, the movie, uh, this is the Live Evil Demons movie, and it opens with the introduction of the terrorist group Alicorn, who has kidnapped Hiromi. Alicorn. Yeah. They're mutants. Yeah, they are. They have, like little, they have, like little, they have like little drug necklaces, and they press on the they're, necklace, and they're like, Ugh. They're introduced as mutants, but as we find out later in the episode, they're not, but we'll get into that in a bit. Um, yeah. So yes, this is... Hiromi lets himself get captive or captured in order to lead Bluebird uh, to save not only him, but the kidnapped children that Alicorn has captive, including one particular little girl named Rumi, who, as we find out in the ep in, over the course of the movie, is the only one with actual mutant powers. Healing. She, she has Dende powers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, we all we also found out that this uh, thanks to the scientists, um, he basically cured Hiromi's condition. For yeah. he had the internal organs of an eighty year old. Doctor Ichimura, with his gene research and his device, the Trans Amzer, manages to get Hiromi's internal body back almost nearly perfectly back to normal. So that's good. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, also, a lot, a lot of fucking violence in this movie. Like, I feel like it's a V cinema, so they're able to just like beat the shit out of people more. Oh yeah. I also <laughs> really I like. Remember, I remember. I remember that was the thing in the Excel movie. In the Excel yeah. movie, just it was just like Ryu just beat the shit out of people constantly. Oh yeah. <laughs> I also really like the music video opening, quote unquote, that they had here. This felt like if okay. this, if this was a fucking actual show, <laughs> that would be the opening. It was really really good. <laughs> way too many parts in this points in this movie where they're just like putting moving into a transitioning into a fucking song and i'm like all right is this a movie or a musical like come I, on i liked it and that theme song is fucking awesome i've i've added yeah. it to my phone it's such a good fucking song 
I think it's called, it Come, called Al- again? Come Alive, I think it's called. Come Alive, that's right. Yeah. Come Alive! Um, yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I never realized until this movie that Hiromi speaks so fucking quietly. <laughs> Especially sure? with Rumi, he's just like, he's just like, are you alright, Rumi? It's okay. Well, he's speaking gently to the child who has been tortured and scared. But he like he did that to everyone, and then just like so, I just like I came to the realization that like fuck, man, Hiromi just like he speaks so quietly, and then when he's like fucking pumped up, he just screams everything. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to be a hero. Um. So yeah, we get this whole arc of the movie where quote unquote Hiromi yeah. picks up Rumi from the Igarashi bathhouse, and then starts chasing her when she realizes it's not actually Hiromi, and then actual Hiromi gets framed as a kidnapper. Yep, and Ruby even got to wear one of Sakura's shirts, apparently. So that's what Icky said. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, we got, to see, we got to see Icky, which was nice. Thanks for showing up in the Revice Forward movie. Well, and hey, like, right? But then now now he confirmed that he, he does have his, like, his memories of Vice intact. So yeah. that's, that's good he remembers. What was really interesting to see is that apparently Hana and Tamaki have formed their own fucking detective agency because what the fuck else are they doing? Yeah, they're like they're like a they're like we do the we do the job the dirty jobs that Bluebird wouldn't do. You mean finding people? That's all they asked you to do. You twi- you, you, Twitter? <laughs> I still love they're called Bluebird. Yep. <laughs> I love that they steal um, some. They steal the like park janitor's van, and at no point do the does like they allude back to it. They don't return it. They don't feel bad about it. Just yep, we stole that van. Uh, also, one of the one of the, like the mutants we saw because we saw like we saw like the Alicorn leader, and then we saw like this like mus- muscular guy, and then like this woman. And I, as soon as I saw the woman, I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" That's Yoko from Ultraman Zed. I'm like, "That's amazing!" Because oh. like, oh, it, she, yeah, she's from Ultraman. She's a really fucking good character. Probably like one of the strongest female characters we've ever had in Ultraman. <laughs> so, it's really cool. She's like oh, Boba. I would not have known that. I know. Yeah, it was Yoko from uh, Ultimate Zed, Thor. So I, I saw it, I was like, I know that face. I know that face anywhere. <laughs> so. So they posit that this cl- this other Hiromi is potentially Hiromi having spawned a new devil because of that shot early on we see with the chameleon stamp. But of course that was a mislead. That I, que- that I questioned. I was just like, but... And they even re- make a reference to it. They're like, but we destroyed his devil in the first episode. I was like, we killed him in episode one. And they're like, well, you know, he, he could just... he could grow another one if he's, like, really fucked up. But it's Hiromi. He's not. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> he's special. <laughs> he's a protagonist. He can grow two demons. Yeah. It's because he's demons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Demons, not demons. <laughs> it's demons. <laughs> we can have Leo. two. You know what? That's the name of the episode. It's demons, not demons. <laughs> there sure. We go. All right. But uh, yeah, so we get introduced properly to Muramasa when he reveals his like slightly blue hair, his pimp ass suit, and for some reason a fucking katana. 
Well, yeah, because his name's Mormasa, so he looks at he looked at the sword when he like decided to call himself that. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> I have a sword. I guess I'll call myself Mormasa. That checks out. Moving on. We're not going to question well, it. The, well, yeah, because I I just remember that like that filler arc in Bleach where like the Zombocto's yeah. rebelled and like the main villain was named Mormasa. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, yeah, Mormasa is the name of a sword. Yeah. Uh, but of course, Natsuki and them show up, and the fake, even though they spot him in his true form for a second, he puts his disguise back on and goes, I'm the real one, get him! And Natsuki and Tamaki don't question it and just immediately launch onto the other one without asking a no. single fucking question. Yeah, no, I was even waiting. I was like, I was yelling at like during the scene at like, be like, Rumi, fucking like, confirm. Even <laughs> so chime in here. Sakura please. smartens up when she looks at the other one and sees that he's enjoying the other one getting his ass kicked and went, huh, maybe it's possible that that's the wrong one. Well, well, also, Rumi did say, like, that's not him. Yeah. <laughs> it's Shadow Hiromi. Also, I don't know why, but I really liked that, like, when they're in this, like, ramen house or whatever, like, the ramen shop. Yep. And, like, one of the guys, like, notices him from, like, the TV. And just fucking Hiromi just does this, like, kind just, of, like, like, hides his face. Don't, don't look at me. I think it's so fucking hilarious that when the first time we see actual Hiromi after the one shot of him washed up on the beach, he's, like, calling George from a payphone, and the news crew reporting on the kidnapping just happens to be immediately fucking behind him. Yeah. Like, Hiromi's like, I, no. Like, I've heard of movies plot-serving contrivances before, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, and, like, this news reporter shows up, like, all the fucking she, time. She follows them all around with, like, a mob of lookers. I'm like, dudes, yeah. there, there are fucking terrorists here. They will kill you. Leave. Look, we, look, we found where they're filming the live Evil De Demons movie. <laughs> spy shots. Yeah, spy shots. Oh my god. Um, so, so then we, we, we get probably, thank god, the last time we'll ever see fucking Bibbidi Bobbidi Live. So. <laughs> I checked. It was 31 minutes into the movie before we got an actual fucking henshin. <laughs> and then what the fuck happens? The two side driver gets fucking chopped in half. <laughs> yep. I liked fucking Daichi was like, was like, no, oh, the two side driver. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy it on premium Monday. I'm Kagura. It's just like no, that was this old. That was the only other fucking DX retail priced belt no, they I, sold a free buy. I know because I have it. Yeah, okay, what you got for me. Yeah, I get to you. Anyways, um, and then like yeah, and then Kagura is just like you're a fucking idiot, Daichi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go work for the bad guys. Fuck you. I'm gonna go work for the bad guys. Fuck it. And like it was that very moment where I'm just like, I'm like this is Kagura we're talking about. He's always up to something. <laughs> he is, in fact, always up to something. And I want to point out regarding Kagura, the sh the shots they have in this movie throughout where Daichi and Kagura are on screen together. That's the most seamless fucking editing I've seen out of Kamen Rider in a while. Like, I couldn't tell at all that this, this, this was, like, superimposed footage. The editing was really, really good in this. I feel like they had to make sure that was good because it's, like, 
you have the same actor playing two different characters so and they and and they do it they do it another good instance of the same character twice is when hiromi is fighting muramasa the way they cut back and forth between the two of them where each of them is clearly fighting a stunt double we don't see the face of really really well done oh yeah but yeah, also, also, Kagura is just not a dumbass. He's never, he's never been a dumbass. Yep. <laughs> so, but uh, so George shows up and hands Daiji the Mega Bat stamp and the giant spider stamp, along with the Demon's driver. Uh, and then yeah. So like I, that's why I was like confused at first because I'm like. I'm like, wait, but they use they use a revised driver, so where the fuck do they get that? I, I don't know why I didn't think they got it from Icky. Well, where else would they've got it from? The problem is they I, didn't. I just I figured George. I figured George would have made them another revised driver in order to make it like a surprise. Even though they advertised these forms well before anyone saw the movie, they just didn't have any scene of Daiji getting the revised driver from Icky. It just like when they're doing the last battle, he just pulls it out. Like I got it. Yeah, and then, and then it shows a scene later of Vicky being like, here, you need this more than I do. And I gotta say, I like this for Daiji's arc, because episode one was about him failing to be able to use the revised driver, so this feels like everything's come full circle for him, where he finally gets to do what he was supposed to do from the beginning. Yeah, no, I, I'll admit that was really, that was a nice kind of full circle moment. I was like, oh, good for him, but... Oh, those those forms just look so bad. The the forms are awful. And and like So bad. It it doesn't feel quite the same seeing Kagero all like whooshy around him while the henshin's happening. (laughs) That shit was so fucking funny. It it works for Vice because he's a literal cartoon character, but seeing Kagero do it is just upsetting. <laughs> I just wanted to see like Daichi's actor like as Kagero just doing the vogue like the the behind green screen stuff for that. I also <laughs> love that the form chime for the marvelous forms is so focused on live because it's just like I'm a writer, marvelous live and Evil marvelous just like as a fucking yeah, footnote. <laughs> it, the the funniest shit though was when like they're using they're. They're clearly using like Revice's weapon. Yeah, they use like, Revive Vice slash. Them, like, yeah, you hear the fucking Revive Vice. I'm just like, that's so stupid. It would have been so funny if they actually came up with original sounds for it, though. But no one would be able to recreate them in the toy. I, I guess that makes sense because it's like it's the weapon from the Revice driver. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I forgot how. <laughs> cool those chimes were let's go here we go i love that at one point muramasa just pulls a second sword out of nowhere and then hiromi steals one and they just have a fucking sword fight oh i didn't notice i didn't realize that i didn't realize he had like pulled another sword <laughs> now but i have two also this fucking this this fucking roomy bitch or whatever like that the whole time oh, she's God, like, bitch, she's an she's innocent just, child i know Jesus Christ, <laughs> she's, like, she's like i want to go to a theme park it is, a, theme park. it is a little annoying that she kept asking for a theme park, but like he did promise her, so understandable. I also love the I also love the bit where she calls him Oji-chan, which does mean uncle in one context, but is also the colloquial term for like old man, which is why Hiromi keeps getting upset. Like, why don't you call me Oni-chan instead and just cuts him right off every time? No, but then like 
she like she reveals to him it's like yeah i, I hope this like 80 year old grandpa like feel young again or whatever and then just they like clicks in hiromi's head oh my god it's because of her yeah Holy the, shit. dr ichimura <laughs> used her power to fix hiromi's body but she doesn't know that he's who she was talking about she was just part of the experiment no, I know, but I just like that, like, he clicked that in together, and he was just like, oh. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> like, I, nice. at the end of this movie, I was wondering, like, is, is Hiromi gonna just, like, adopt her? You, you know what? I kind of want this to be, like, an Eleven Hopper situation from Stranger Things, where just, like, you know, Hopper rescued Eleven from, like, the first season and then he's like we're gonna live in this cabin in the woods and then at the end of the second season he's like i'm gonna adopt you as my actual daughter <laughs> so well we'll see what happens Go stranger things. We'll, we'll see if yeah. we we'll see if we see any shots of hiromi and rumi in the the juga orteca movie because that's next in the continuity you know, i would i would love if like other than other than icky probably but i i would love that if Hiromi was from now on like the revised cameo that we get in like other movies or like shows. That'd be cool. He just he just shows up, does his fucking heroic catchphrase he's fucking known for, and even though it keeps we'll changing just be there, like Yeah, but we'll just be there down the Well, he keeps saying Mamaru or whatever he so Well the first time it was um, like I'll put my life on the line, and then it was like I'll do it with my heart and soul. And then it was like, I swear on my life. He changed it in this movie too. Yeah. But like, I, I just, I feel like it will, if we'll see him again down the road, I'll just be like, yeah, Romy, sweet. Love yeah. that guy. All right. So the, the big twist in the movie, other than what we've already talked about, is that the, the quote unquote mutants of Alicorn are not in fact mutants. They are modified, they're genetically modified clones uh, made by Dr. Ichimura's Transamser device, the same thing that fixed Hiromi. And Muramasa, yeah. who was thought to be Hiromi's freshly spawned devil, is just another modified clone. I, I like that they explained that. That was I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. It would have been sweet, though. Like, I kind of wish Muramasa would have at least like became demons once. Like he got his hands on a demon strike. Imagine if we got a like, dark demons. They should have done that. That would have been rad. That would have been sick. But uh, like, okay, like they, the the clones, like they turn into these like like monster, monster forms. forms, and I gotta admit, they're actually pretty fucking cool looking. I thought like, they were creepy, like, but like, eh. And then, like, I liked that the Alicorn leader, like, he got, like, uh, he absorbed, like, the two other ones, and then he got became, like, a more powerful form. And then, like, the doctor absorbed Rumi, and then, like, he became, like, the 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 ultimate one. And I, like, I liked all their designs. I thought they were really fucking cool looking. I wasn't a huge fan of the designs, but I did want to mention that real quick, where, like, everything around the central motivation of this movie was great. But I, it was kind of a disappointment that, like, the great motif or motive behind everything at the end of all these dramatic reveals was the Doctor just wanted to become the ultimate super monster being. I'm like, really? Yeah, that's, what it was, that's what it was all leading up to? Yeah, typical, typical Toku movie villain motive. I, I want to be the ultimate being. It would have been so much more interesting if, like, he genuinely wanted to use Rumi's healing power to help mankind, but he was just going about it with this really fucked up other plan. 
You know what I mean? There would have been Borderline. so much more nuance and <laughs> subtlety and interestingness to his character. No, you know what? It, you know what? Maybe it, it, they should have done it the way like it, it is in Last of Us. Spoiler spoilers for the first Last of Us game. It's been like fucking like 12, 12 years the first or whatever. Of us? But like but like basically like Ellie, she has like in her blood like the the possibility of a cure for like the infection that like happened in that world. And so like they bring her to this hospital where and then they're gonna operate on her, but then like they find out, oh, we need to operate on her brain. So like we'll get a cure, but it kills her in the process. And is, then, is like, it the kind Joel of game where you can choose which ending you, it is, or is it just one ending? Oh, oh no! Joel ends up finding out that information, and he kills everyone in the hospital and takes <laughs> Ellie before he can do anything. Holy yeah, shit! No, literally, you, the last level of the game is you go around this hospital murdering all these fucking innocent people. <laughs> see now, I, see now, I would have been much more interested if you had the choice. No, um, but anyways, I feel like it, that should have been the situation where like. Oh no, we're gonna use Rumi to like help heal people, but I have to kill her to extract her ability yeah. to help people. And then Hiromi would just be like, No, it's an innocent child. And he's like, yeah. yeah, but it's for the better of mankind. No, fuck you. See, that would have been interesting, and there would have been like that, arguments for both sides. But no, exactly. the doctor go. just wanted to be super powerful monster boy. Wanted to be super well, yeah, they probably couldn't think of anything so they're like, oh, let's pick up the ultimate being. Yeah, this this feels like we tripped right at the finish line. The movie was amazing up until that. Um, okay, what what's the new demons form? Oh yeah, so let's talk about the new forms. So we have Kamen Rider Imperial Demons and Kamen Rider Live and Evil Marvelous. Uh Imperial Demons it's cool. I, I love think the original the, demons is, is better. I love the cape. The face. I love the cape too. The face is a little much. Also, it sucks because it's literally the same henching chime because they can't do anything about it, so they just pitched it and warped it a bit to make yeah, it sound different. It's, it's the same chime as normal demons. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, on, I'm on to you, Toei. You can't fool me. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. Yeah, and then of course, live and, and Evil Marvelous just look like they fell into a vat terrible. of cotton candy. Fucking terrible! Like it, it's awful. It's, they're <laughs> they both. Could have, just, they could have had something. The, the only the, the only cool thing I will say about those suits is how each of them have like the little capes on their back on different sides. That that is a neat touch, but the color palette absolutely fucking ruins both suits completely. Like, it, it ruins it, it ruins what they were as riders. Like Evil is still one of the best looking fucking suits. From that show yeah <laughs> we never even got to see it we never got to see evil once yeah <laughs> i was like whatever fuck you well i mean the two-side driver got sliced oh you know what you know what they probably had to repaint the evil helmet for make this form so we're probably never gonna see evil ever again i don't know those 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 little markings on the helmets feel like they were just like st sticked on you know what i mean when 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 he got like damaged and he had like that broken helmet, oh, so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, these forms are awful. Like I I I I appreciate pink in a in a in a rider form as much as the next person. But like this this is not the way to go about it. But uh, like, see, X8 X8 made it work. Ghost Himiko Damashi made it work. <laughs> This it, is not. <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned Exade because the way they solve the problem at the end of the movie where the monsters fuse with Rumi, how can we kill him but save Rumi? 
the way they solve this is just like what they did with Game Deus at the end of Exade. We remembered oh, the best fucking scene in Exade ever. We re- <laughs> we remembered the belt has a gimmick. The revised driver can separate people from demons. I it will probably work with separating this asshole from the innocent child. Just like how at the end of Exade they separated Masamune from Game Deus by using their level one forms. Yeah, oh god, I love that scene so goddamn much. Um, yeah, and then like at the end, like they do it, and Kagero's just like, thanks for filming me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have had to tell you, you should have known. Call back to earlier conversation because of your betraying us plan. <laughs> um, and then oh, also, like, that... <laughs> sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, so like, also, like, Daichi had like a like a really like down moment in the movie and then like he's just like let's go have a bath it'll make you feel better <laughs> it does it, like he, he has like a he has like a nice brotherly conversation with his older brother and it, it, it helps yeah. it kind of helps him get his head together so because yeah. that's what like Icky, Icky's not the smartest smartest but like you know he's, he's a good big brother yeah, yeah. he's not you know, smart he's but he's good, wise he's good, he's, yeah, exactly. He's good to talk to. Yeah. Also, we didn't get to see mommy or dad Igarashi. Zero out of ten. What True. the fuck? True. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Where's baby Koshiro, damn it? <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna have the Igarashis in a fucking movie, you gotta have the entire family. That's what this whole show is about. It's about fucking family. It's about family. <laughs> Found exactly. family. Now we have a exactly. new That's family. That's why they revised so good. That's like, what made Revice so good with this because it was about the family bonding. And now Hiromi has his own family, maybe. Yeah, I love I love it was just that they, they took Rumi to a theme park as he promised, and it was literally just probably the cast being filmed yep. at a theme park. And of course George fixed George the two side driver eventually. Oh, okay. I didn't even notice he did that. Oh yeah, it was it was near the end. It was uh right before they went to the theme park. Uh, you go. Yeah, it's it's, it's George. <laughs> George so is the best. We get the ending music video with uh flashbacks throughout the show and just shots of the entire cast, including Orteca. I think weirdly just like hanging out and all they were all dressed in like black themed street clothes. This felt like they were shooting a fucking ad for a clothing line. Oh yeah, we gotta watch the George or, or Olteca movie. Yeah, that is next in the continuity, and that will be further along in our topic schedule. It is on the list. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so the, this way was cool. It was a nice extension, expansion, uh, I will call it, of like other characters, because like you know, Ikki's was resolved, Sakura's was resolved. This was more about Hiromi than Daichi, so. Daiji, I not guess they Chi. just couldn't. I, I guess they just thought Hiromi couldn't it carry would, a whole movie by himself, so they would, needed Daichi to be in there too. I think the best thing about this movie is that we got closure to the whole Hiromi's body aging problem. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, like I did. I was hoping that they would fix that. So and now they have. Yeah. So aside from my problems with the main villain's motivation, overall, I think this was a very good movie. New forms are meh, but uh, other the action was great, the editing was great, the characterization, the character development, very good. And, um, and of course, George Karazaki. 
the best character in Revice. Not a lot of George, but at least he was there. You know what? It doesn't matter. Like, we get a whole lot of George, a whole little of George. As long as we get George. Well, we're going to get much more George when we talk about the Juga Orteca movie. I cannot fucking wait. George is going to be so fucking awesome. I've been listening to the theme song from that movie, Frenemy, so fucking much. <laughs> I still can't believe that there's a fucking song in Todd Rider called Chair. That, oh, that too. Yeah, that's Tycoon Bujin. Oh my god. So stupid. Kind of, but that's a good song, so who cares? <sighs> Anyways, let, let us know in the comments what you think. Do you like demons in Evelyn Live? Yeah. <laughs> Will you miss Bibbidi Bobbidi Live? Because I won't. <laughs> and yes, we no, know it's cool Ability fun. Live, and I like the suit. Blah, blah, blah. I will never, ever, ever fucking call it by its actual <laughs> name. I, 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 I understand I it's a dumb name. Him. We've talked about that plenty, but it's a good suit. <laughs> I am committed calling it Bibbidi Bobbidi Live for the rest of my life. <laughs> All right. Well, that is Cast Stranger for this week. Thank you all for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing, hitting the bell, and being awesome. Jikai Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. So, this came out very recently and was subsequently subbed. It wasn't in time for this week, but to celebrate the quote-unquote closure of the Rackley's arc of King Oger, next week our feature topic will be The Secret of King Rackley's Part 3. Yay! My boy. Yeah, so you get a little bit more Rackley's before we put him in the box. And as you can see, I changed my profile picture on Discord to uh, Rackley's with the dove on his head because I just love it. So I think I'm just going to keep that as my profile picture for the rest rest of King Oju's airing. It's the crown he deserves. No, exactly. It's it's, the crown he deserves because he's a piece of shit. Sell that on premium Bandai. Like like I said, like I I just enjoy Rackley's as a character. Like he's just character and a cool ranger. So, all right. Well, thank you all once again. As always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook, Twitter, Discord, Patreon, merch store, and all of our cool shit. And, of course, I would like to give a shout-out to our currently active patrons. That would include Blaze, Armorhide, Sentai VT, and Mike Harper. And a quick extra thank you to Sentai VT for tuning into my stream the other day. Oh, I also I forgot one more part. Yeah, like, also Hirobi, like, saw, like, I forgot what the fuck his name was, like, the, the mentor. Like, his, his previous captain. Oh, Wakabayashi showed up. Or at least he hallucinated yeah, yeah, him. Like, yeah, like, like a hallucination of him. He's <laughs> like, you got this, Aromi. You're, you're good. Oh, also, I forgot, like, his old college buddy was in it, too. Like, his old uh, trainee buddy, uh, who's Ultraman Victory from uh, Ultraman Ginga. So. Uh, I don't remember. He was like that. He was the guy with the long hair. <laughs> He was like one of the two trainees that was like with Hiromi when like because the other one was uh, Patron uh, Patron Songo, and then the other one was Ultra Victory. They're in like one episode. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, remember he was the guy that like, we thought was going to be the next demons, and then he ended up. Yeah, like one of them was Ultra Victory, the other one was Patron Patron Songo, and then she ended up being like a spy. Oh yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. They were flashbacks and such. <laughs> but. It, but yeah, but yeah, I just love that Hiromi was just freaking hallucinating Wakabayashi, just being like, 
You become a true hero. You got this, kid. <laughs> Can I get a hug? No, vanishes. I thought I, I thought it was a flashback at first, and then like I like I I was like, oh, that's a cute flashback, and then I was like, oh no, this is actually happening in real time. <laughs> oh fuck, he's, he's, he's actually crazy. going crazy. <laughs> well, anyways, yeah, sorry, I just wanted to bring up that point. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you all once again, and we'll see you next week. <gasps> Goodbye. And remember, stay demons. Yeah.